Welcome to today's show of the Connect Her podcast. Today's show is a little bit different to what we normally do. In fact, I've broken it up into two segments. So our first segment, I'm going to be sharing with you about Vox Pop. Vox Pop was particularly popular back in 1930s and 40s. It then had a resurgence through the media in around 2005, right through for about five years to about 2010. However, if we take what was happening in the 1930s and 40s, again in 2005 through to 2010, I see Vox Pop as a fantastic tool to use in your business to help you with your marketing strategies. So that's episode uh, in our episode, that is our segment one. Have a listen to our sponsor and then after that, I come back and I share a little hack that will help you with one of our most valuable assets. And our most valuable asset is time. And I'm going to share a little hack with you that is going to help save you some time when you go out to networking events and for following up. You're not going to believe what my little hack is. It's a Ziploc lunch bag. So stay tuned to segment two of this episode to find out how a simple Ziploc bag can help you in your business. Welcome to the Connect Her podcast, a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Hi, my name's Lee Cummins, the founder of Connect Her and the host. Join me as I share interviews with thought leaders, go-getters and real business owners, whilst also sharing thoughts, tips and tools for the motivated lady boss. You can connect with us at connecther.com.au. As a single business owner, it can be difficult to work out the best way to spend your marketing dollars and also the ways to be able to make your marketing stand out. Back in the uh, early 80s and into the late 80s and possibly into the early 90s as well, you may recall when Pepsi and Coca-Cola went head-to-head with their advertising. It was pretty full-on. They would have mega dollars thrown at the advertising campaigns and they'd get people like Prince and uh, Michael Jackson uh, and all, all different celebrities to up the ante on their advertising campaign. And we as consumers loved it because we got to see our pop idols on the TV and we could see that, you know, in 30 second or one minute grabs and it was just fabulous, wasn't it? But also as business owners, we looked at those and thought, oh my gosh, how can I ever replicate some sort of advertising when I'm up against the big boys that have all these millions of dollars of marketing behind them? And even smaller companies were having to up the ante on their marketing. Well, things have changed. We're now in 2019, heading towards 2020. And it certainly is a different landscape, particularly for small to medium business owners. I want to ask you a question. Do you remember or have you heard the phrase Vox Pop? It literally comes from the uh, Latin word or Latin saying Vox Populi, which means voice of the people. And in English, that's what we 
tend to use it as the opinion of the majority of the people. It also refers to short interviews with members of the public. So back in uh, 1930s and 40s, there used to be a show called Vox Pop. It was very popular. It was in America. And they would basically go out on the street and they would interview people. And they would also, what they would do is have small snippets of information. So it was... um, It wasn't uh, full stories. It was just little snippets of information. Then an American television personality called Steve Allen, um, he was the host of The Tonight Show. He actually developed that a little bit further and he had a segment called Man on the Street where he interviewed and um, he would interview people out on the street and that would be televised. So just keep that in mind as we start talking through ways that you can create some marketing tools uh, for your business here in the 2000s. Now, as I said, it means voice of the people, and it's a tool that's used uh, a lot in media these days and still, and I think it's actually getting a little bit more um, tread, and I think it's actually going to come around again very soon in more of our marketing. Um, Now, the basic premise of it is that uh, you would record somebody and you would ask an open-ended question and you would avoid leading questions, but a very open-ended question. And then you would either record voice or video. So it can be either one. And you would ask them to comment quite briefly on a specific topic and that that's basically vox pop in a nutshell so let's think about that for our business and how we could create some really good marketing using vox pop and that sort of philosophy so one of the things that is really good for your business is to have testimonials testimonials are absolutely required for any business. So we can have the situation where we ask somebody to write a testimonial for us and they sit down and they write the testimonial and we put the words up on our website or um, another thing is that we can ask them to do Google reviews or Facebook reviews for our business page. But what about if you had uh, some testimonials that were Vox Pop? So how did you enjoy the event today, full stop, or what did you get out of the event today? Remember, they're open-ended questions and you can ask for brief answers. Now, there's a couple of ways that you can do it. Show me somebody that doesn't have a smartphone these days that is a business owner and uh, I'll show you somebody that doesn't have the opportunity to create some great marketing snippets. So we all have a smartphone, presumably. I personally prefer Apple and so everything that I'm going to be speaking about is based on using Apple because I don't use Android and I'm not sure what apps and products or services that they have available in their app store. So um, bear with me, but I'm sure that you, if you're not an Apple user that you can find an alternative. So with your Apple phone, we have the voice memos. Voice memos are really, really easy to use. You simply open it up, press record, 
and start recording your interview so or your vox pop. Now, it doesn't matter how long the uh, recording is because it's as long as the amount of memory that you have on your phone. So you, you could record a whole day if you wanted to. So you may go out on the street asking people, have you ever heard of kinesiology? Uh, which is a closed-ended question, so you probably don't want to use that one. But as an example, um, you know, you may want to go out in the streets in your local area and um, interview people asking them the same open-ended question. Would you be open to going out and doing that? You know, consider that. That is asking uh, complete strangers. The other option, which is not so daunting, is maybe you are running an event or maybe you are at an event and you can ask an open-ended question. Remember to avoid leading questions and all you simply do is open the voice, ma- the voice memo app on your phone, have the phone the same distance away from you as you are having it from the person that you're interviewing at the time of speaking. So you may want to ask the question and then move the phone closer to them so that you can get a recording. Now, look, it's not the absolute ant's pants and the absolute best way of recording audio. However, why not give it a go and at least you can see whether this is going to be a success for you, whether you want to go down this road without spending copious amounts of money. So once you've got that audio grab, there's a couple of things that you can do with it. Now, firstly, you could use some auditing, uh, editing for your audio. Now, um, I think GarageBand is on most iPhones. Um, otherwise, if you don't want to do that, you can always use a free uh, program, which is called Audacity. Now, personally, I haven't used Audacity. I use a professional program uh, due to what I used to do with my radio program um, on air. So, but Audacity is just ideal. And as I said, it's free. So, a a great little editing tool, um, which you can also put background music in if you wish. You can uh, take out the. it's sound to your recording and the other thing that you can do is you can take out any dead air at the beginning and the end so and you can also piece together all your interviews or all your vox pops into one recording and you might want to put uh, little highlights in um, different little bits of uh, transitions that you can add to those as well so that that's another option So once you've got your audio and you've edited it and you may have put a string of interviews together or a string of Vox Pops together, you can either leave it as an audio or the other thing that you can do is open up PowerPoint, grab some photos from your event and place them into your your, uh, PowerPoint, create a slideshow And then you simply add the audio onto the slideshow and save that all as an MP4. Now, doing that gives you a little ad with people's information and, uh, sorry, their interviews. 
And you can also add a little bit of information um, through the slideshow. So it doesn't just have to be photos. You can also add some slides in there as well. And you can create an MP4. And that all of a sudden becomes a great little video for you that you can pop onto your website. You can pop onto your social media. Depending how long it is, you can also add it to your stories on Instagram. So um, that's that's a way of using Vox Pop in the 2019s going on to 2020s. The other way that you can use Vox Pop is not just audio, but adding video to it. And again, using your smartphone, which is just a fantastic way of being able to capture the essence of what somebody has to say, their facial expressions, and it's also ideal for the auditory person as well as the visual person because they're not only hearing somebody say something, they're seeing somebody say something. And kinesthetics can also relate because they can... um, they can see the smile, they can see the warmth, they can see the facial expressions and the facial expressions and the, the smile is what's going to really uh, open up to the kinesthetics. So you're really hitting all areas um, when you do video. So video, uh, simple, use either the camera um on your phone and turn it to the video functionality, which is a great way to do it and you get a raw video. The other option is there is an app called Clips, um, which is on iPhones and that allows you to add effects. It also gives you the option to put some titles and the other thing is you can actually add subtitles to the video. Now this is really important if you are going to be posting this onto a social media site because if somebody's sitting at work and it comes up through their news feed, you'll find most people won't hit the play button because they don't want the sound to come up while they're at work. So um, it will stay muted, but they will get to see what's being said because you've got your subtitles. So if you are putting it on social media, probably a good thing is to be able to add those subtitles into your video. Now, again, you can either use it as a raw video or you can use a video editing tool. I've got a great little um, HD video editing tool that I use, um, which is in the Google Store or the Microsoft Store. I'm not sure. It's um, it's on my laptop. And uh, it just costs a few bucks. I've downloaded it onto my system. And it means that I can watermark my videos. I can add... Um, banners down the bottom, you know, there's a few effects that you can do as well. I can add background music, that sort of thing. So that's using the video from your camera. And again, you can use this to upload into um, your website, into social media, depending how big it is. Again, you can put it onto Instagram. Now with this video as well, you can also input that into your slideshow. So you can have a mix of slides with some audio. You can um, snippet in some video that you've taken, put some more slides in, add some background music. And all of a sudden, you can make a 30-second, one-minute or even three-minute video for your business that looks really quite effective and you are not just using your voice, you're using 
voices of your participants at your event. Um, it may be, it doesn't even have to be your event. You know, you can actually interview people at other people's events. Um, and, you know, it might be what do you get out of networking? And that's your Vox Pop. So, um, it obviously also depends on your business and your business type, but I'm sure that you'll be able to come up with some open-ended questions that you can utilise in doing some Vox Pop. So I'll just quickly run through again using your phone. Uh, you've got voice memos on iPhone and again, you can um, use Audacity, which is a free uh, program. It's not an app as far as I know. It's only what you can download onto your um, computer. You've also got uh, your video on your on your smartphone. So using just the, the plain smartphone and flicking it over to the video capture. You've also got um, an app on your Apple phone, which is called Clips, C-L-I- double P, I think it is, or double PS, um, but just search clip and you'll find that. We also have uh, where you can use your PowerPoint program, which most people have got PowerPoint on their system, and you can upload your audio, your photos, and create a slideshow, which can be a little infomercial, can be a little... Um, a little telemarketing prompt uh, for you that can go out into the masses. You can also download video editing tools as well um, onto your system. Again, as I said, I can't remember what mine's called. It is on my PC. Um, I think it's called HD Video Edit, um, but there's plenty on the market that are reasonably priced and will give you that great effect. So there's uh, a few little tips to be able to use what was essentially a huge success in the 30s and 40s. It made a resurgence back in about 2006. But I really do believe that Vox Pop is coming back in 2019 and 20 and beyond because you can uh, multi-purpose what you have recorded and, uh, you know, pop it on YouTube, get your get your channel hits up, do your links back to the people that uh, you have interviewed. There's a whole gamut of things that you can do with a simple 30-second or one-minute audio grab and the same with a 30-second or one-minute video grab. Get a few of those under your belt and you can really create some great stuff. So I hope you've enjoyed those tips. It's a bit techy today, but uh, I had a couple of people ask me just recently, because I'd put together a few little videos and um, pop them onto social media. Those were really just some photos with some background music. And uh, I got asked how I did it. And I thought, I'm going to just share about Vox Pop. I used to do Vox Pop in radio um, back with uh, when I had my radio show, which I ran for oh, over 10 years. And um, we used to do Vox Pop when we did uh, live broadcasts. So we'd um, run out and do some recording and quickly, uh, you know, grab some Vox Pops as we were at, at an event. And then um, in some quiet time and we didn't have some guests, we'd just throw in three or four of these quick interviews, which were Vox Pop interviews. 
and it just broke it all up. So it's a, it's a good way of uh, getting some information out there, not using your voice all the time, and also have a bit of a marketing budget on the cheap because everything that I've shared on this little snippets, I have to say, is free. That's right. It's all come with your own phone uh, or it's free software. The only one that isn't, and there is free software out there, the only one that isn't that I use um, regularly is my video editing. And I think it was about eight or ten dollars. So, um, and that was an outright buy. So it's not like I'm, you know, paying over and over again. So there you go. I hope you enjoy it. And I'd love to find out if you start using Vox Pop and some of those little tips in your website uh, or in, in your marketing strategies or out there in social media. So if you do, please let me know because I would love to find out from you how you're using it. You can simply go to our website, connector.com.au, and uh, under CH Radio, uh, you can leave a comment. Networking to me isn't about working, it's about connecting. I never understood why it wasn't called net connecting. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins, founder of Connect Her. Have you been to one of our connectors? We're opening new locations every month. Visit www.connecther.com.au forward slash events to find a location near you. Not one near you? Have you considered becoming a leader? As we embark on our 1000 Connections vision, we are so proud of our leaders. So visit our website to find out more about how you can become a leader or attend one of our fabulous events. Do you know every business, large, small, medium, in between, no matter what size, no matter whether it is a family-owned business, whether it's a solopreneur, entrepreneur, or it could be a corporation, we all have one asset that is exactly the same for each of us, and that is the asset of time. You see, we can always decide that we're going to make more product or we're going to make more money, but we can't actually choose to make more time. Time is one of our most valuable assets and we need to treat it as a valuable asset as well. And that means that we need to sometimes apply some quick and easy hacks to help us save our most valuable asset. So today I wanted to share with you one of my little hacks and this I use around networking and going out and meeting people and um, going out and about to different events. So one thing that I find is um, because I'm going out to networking events and different events throughout the course of a week, by the end of the week, I can open my laptop bag and I can seriously say that it could end up looking like the recycle bin at a office works. And that is not what you want because you will never know where you met somebody, how you met somebody, or if you want to follow up with somebody. So a simple and easy thing to do, and all you need is two things. First of all, you need a Sharpie. And the second thing you need 
is a Ziploc lunch bag. That's right, a Ziploc lunch bag. I use the plastic sort and I'm really hoping that they don't stop making these. Although, yes, I would just be absolutely lost. So all I simply do is um, at the beginning of the day when I know that I'm going to maybe one or two events, I'll actually write on my plastic Ziploc bag the name of the event that I'm going to. If I'm going to different suburbs, I'll write the suburb on there. I also write the date. And the other thing that I do is if I happen to be going to two events, I'll put an AM or a PM just as a little reminder to myself as to where I was when I met those people. So in that Ziploc bag, I'm going to place any business cards that I may have received throughout the course of that particular day. Now, some networking events are quite informal, so you're collecting, you're collecting business cards along the way, and I'll just simply drop them into my Ziploc bag and seal it up. And that will go into my laptop bag and it'll sit there until I get back to the office. Now, some other events are more formal and you may end up with some business cards. And in the case of a Connect Her meeting, you'll also end up with a register of the people that attended the meeting. So in that instance, I'm going to grab the register. I actually fold it up and I fold it so that I can see the names of the people that were at the meeting. And um, I'll fold that, uh, if it's an A4, into quarters. And then I'll also put the business cards in there. I will um, open up that particular Ziploc bag. I'll drop the business cards along with the register. And then I will seal that one up. And that will stay in my laptop bag um, until I get back to the office. So the beauty of this is that I can, if I don't clear it out on that particular night, I could go to another two or three events, but I've got them all sealed up in my Ziploc bag. I know exactly who I met and where I met them. And this is a really, really important part of networking. It's a great time saver because I don't have to be sitting there with um, a wad of business cards thinking, oh, where did I meet this lady or how did I meet this person? I've got those business cards sitting there and I know exactly where I met them. So before I put them in my filing box, because uh, I've got a little box that I um, have uh, January to December and I'll just slide them in there. But before I do that, I actually go through and have a look at the business cards. I have a look and I might find somebody and I think, gosh, I've got somebody in my network that this person would be ideal to meet. So I will try and connect them, um, particularly if I've met the person a few times or maybe um, I got to speak with them at the event. So uh, generally that is if I have already connected with that person in the past, I'll make uh, some assumptions on um, whether I think that I can connect them within my network. The second thing that I will do is I will look and see if there is a address on the card. Now, if there is a postal address on the card and I have had the opportunity to speak with the person and I have communicated with them, I will then 
uh, use a program um, which I use on my computer or you can uh, download an app and that's uh, customcarecards.com and I will send them a nice to meet you card. Now, if they haven't got a, uh, a an address, a postal address on their card, I'll actually go onto their website and see whether I can get their website. If there's an address on there, quite often uh, websites will have a way to contact people with a business um, address. Now, if I can't do either of those, then I, I don't worry too much. I think there is um, a myth around networking that when you go to a networking event that you have to connect with everybody, and that really isn't the case. Um, I look through the business cards and I will determine whether I um, would like to meet these people, you know, the people that I've met and I'll determine whether there's an opportunity for us to work together or whether there's an opportunity for me to connect them with other people. So I certainly really analyse the business cards and then some people I am going to want to see again or I'm going to want to connect with again or I may want to connect other people with them. Um, so I will make a note of that. Now, there is a great little app that you can put on your smartphone, which is called ABC, Always Be In Contact. And I've actually got a tab on there, which is um, Networking Contact. And I'll just simply put their name, phone number, email address and website into that. And then I've got that with me, but they're not going into my phone contacts. So they are separated out into my uh, into that little app, which is a great little app. Once I've, um, because we can't put people on your database. So I just have to be 100% up on that, that you can't just all of a sudden you've met these people so I'm going to go and put you on um, my MailChimp database or my co uh, constant contact database or whatever it happens to be. So um, you have to really uh, be sure to work out whether you need to connect with them and it may be that you catch up for a coffee, give them a phone call. You might want to just email them individually and just say it was lovely to meet you some information um, back about what you do or arrange a coffee catch-up. But there are definitely going to be people on the list or those business cards that you're not necessarily going to see again. But I do um, put them into that Ziploc bag, seal it up, and then I file it. And um, I have to say that there have been many an occasion where I've actually gone back to my Ziploc bag and uh, thumbed through and found somebody um, that I thought, yes, I need to connect this person with that person. Or somebody said to me, do you know of um, a such and such? And of course I do. So I've been able to connect them um, through either Facebook or um, or email. So uh, the other thing too is don't discount when you're looking at your um, or somebody's business card when you're looking in your pile and you see somebody's business card and uh, you think, yes, I want to stay connected with them, be sure to connect on LinkedIn or Facebook, um, particularly LinkedIn because it is uh, for business. Um, be sure to 
to definitely link up with them and that's another way of staying in contact with them as well. So those Ziploc bags, I will put business cards in there, I'll put the register and I will put virtually any sort of collateral that is a DL size or smaller. So I won't, um, you know, put, I won't have it overflowing. I My criteria is that I need to be able to seal that bag. Now, um, I have been known to grab lots of, <laughs> lots of these cards and um, go through and if I've got five, six or seven of the same persons, next time I see them, I'll actually hand them back to them if I haven't got a um, reason to be passing their cards on because I want them to be able to, you know, give them out to other people that are going to give them some, some value to that. So there's my little hack. I do believe that it will save you some time. It will save you some time in follow-up. Obviously, you're going to have your own follow-up process when you go to a networking event because if you go to a networking event and you attend and then you do not meet anybody in between and you only go to the event the next month and there's been no connection and you've done nothing with the people that you've met, then um, I'm here to say to you, stay home. Don't go to the next one because networking is about um, connecting. It's about um, ensuring that you have those connections happening. And one of the great things that I do love about um, this little hack of using the uh, Ziploc bags is I can go back over a couple of months because I'm, I might not need somebody's services. I may not need somebody's product, but I can simply go back and because it's clear, and it is that Ziploc bag, I can just sort of um, push them around and I can see the cards and I can make contact with somebody months and months later uh, for you know, a product or a service. So a Ziploc bag is going to help you save on one of your most valuable assets, which is time. And I would love to hear any of your hacks that you may have all you need to do is um, hop over to our website, connecto.com.au, check out CH Radio. You can either leave a voice message or under this particular podcast, you can also leave us a comment. And uh, you never know, we may present that on the next uh, Connecto podcast. So thanks for tuning in. I really do hope that that was a good hack for you in uh, saving you some time. And, um, and those great little Ziploc bags. Have a great day and stay connected. We love to stay connected and we hope that you will. We're available on Facebook at Connect Her Facebook page. We also have our Connect Her Collective private group. If you prefer Instagram, visit Connect Her AU. And of course, we're also available on LinkedIn. You can head over to our website, connecther.com.au and under CH Radio, you'll be able to see the different platforms we're available with our podcast. We're now available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Anchor FM. When you're on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate and write a review. 
to make it easier for other people to connect with us. On the website, connecther.com.au, you can leave us a voice message or you can chat with us through Get Connected. We look forward to connecting with you really soon.